Hello, and welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, and today it's a little bit late because <laughs> 2021's already kicked off on, you know, an interesting tangent, but it's a new year, and I, like, I'll be brutally honest, it's really kicked off to a hectic start in our household. Yes, there's everything that's been going on in the world, you know, <laughs> democracy <laughs> is at risk and all those challenging things, um, but December 31st, my son developed a cough. I thought nothing major of it until the next morning when on New Year's Day it was like hoarse and rough. So, you know, we did the right thing. We did an online COVID assessment and sure enough, because it's a cough, we needed to get a test. So big thanks to the Island Health uh, as they got him tested right away that morning. So we started our New Year's Day of 2021 with a COVID test. Um, we, he got a negative result, which is fantastic, but he still has a bit of a cough, which means he can't go back to daycare. Uh, there's, you know, all of us are fine. Everyone's completely healthy, but it's definitely been a challenge. So it, it does mean that a return to civilization or uh, daycare in our case is halted until then, but we are figuring it out as we go, trying to make room for self-care and give each other breaks as needed. This year, I'm recommitting myself to the podcast. The winter of 2020 brought so many changes for our family with a new job for me, a new province, a new temporary home, new daycare, etc., etc. Like lots of new stuff going on. So I really appreciate your patience as I figure out my new normal. What I know for sure, <laughs> Oprah style, is that I really enjoy creating this podcast. I enjoy it even more so when I hear back from you lovely listeners. Like I always love hearing what resonates the most for you. So if something is feeling like it's hitting home for you, please let me know. Or please let me know what it is you would like to hear on the podcast. That's always helpful as well. So you can message me on Instagram at stresslessladies. Or you can also drop me a line at victoria at stresslessladies.com. Okay, so today is me getting back on the stressless habits train. If you don't know what I'm talking about, earlier in 2020, I kicked off the Stressless Habits Challenge. In a nutshell, so much of our stress comes down to the habits that we have which either serve us or break us down. So many of the coping mechanisms that you use are habits, right? For instance, I grew up with the habit of when I was feeling down, sad, insecure, I would eat. It's still something that like comes up for me and that I have to work very hard to rewire. And sometimes it doesn't always work, right? Rewiring is a habit. So we need to experiment with new strategies to figure out what will or won't work for us because no two people are wired quite the same. So if you go to stresslesshabits.com, you can sign up for the challenge. It's completely free. And this month, it's about setting a specific number of times that you're going to check your emails and or your social media per day. Woof, <laughs> like starting the year off big, right? So the majority of North Americans are checking their phones 160 times a day. If you have an iPhone right now, you can go in and see what your screen time usage is, how many times you're picking it up and logging in. And I'll be honest, it's quite sobering. So much so that many of us end up ignoring it, uh, being in denial about it, and therefore doing absolutely nothing about it. First off, why is it important to bring that number down? Well, the short answer is it's not important unless it matters to you, right? I'm not saying you should or you have to bring your number down. Here's why it's important to me for myself to bring this number down. 
the more times I'm checking the phone, the more it becomes a habit and the more I am fragmenting my attention. So I remember as a kid, or frankly, even in university, having a great attention span. I could do an activity for ages. I could focus. I could get in a zone. Not unsurprisingly, uh, once smartphones entered my life and social media really kicked off, my attention span dwindled. Uh, And then, you know, I had children and poor sleep and my attention span is even worse. It feels incredibly challenging to focus on one activity at a time. And I hear this from clients often. It's hard to do one thing and complete that thing before getting distracted. So that is why it's important to me. I want more clarity, focus, and calm. I don't want to feel like a dog watching squirrels in the park. (laughs) So first and foremost, you need to figure out why it matters to you, if it matters to you at all. Maybe this isn't the challenge for you. I don't know. Next, how do we do this? What if you've got a job that requires you to be like super email responsive? So here are some strategies to help you get through the month. Number one, break down the goal. So going cold turkey is hard for anyone and it honestly sets you up for failure. So let's look at the days left in the month and break it into three sections. Set a target for your number of emails, social media checks a day, then break that up evenly into your three sections. Work backwards. If the last week you want it to be checking your email only four times a day, but right now it's about every 30 minutes during the day, like 16 times per day, then we need to break that up. So for the first third, we want to decrease it from 16 times a day to 12. The second third of however many days are left from 12 to 8. The third third is the last third um, from 8 till 4. Or however your number breaks down. How And you don't need to finish this by January 31st. I recognize that this is going up late in the month because... Holy moly, Um, (laughs) but I'm getting on track here. Um, So if you want to keep doing this for the next four weeks, break it up evenly into, you know, one week the goal is this, next week the goal is that, whatever it is. Know your goal, know where you're at right now, break it down. So in a nutshell, if you're trying to do it all at once, it's not going to work. So give yourself more realistic targets to hit, get some quick wins, and it will show you what's possible. So now you know where you're going. How do you get there? You've got to set your environment up to serve you. So this includes turning off your notifications, right? You don't want to be like pulls in, uh, scheduling time to check your emails, blocking time for deep work, which is like time when you dive deep into one and only one project or a task so that you can make real powerful progress on it physically removing the object, whether it's from your computer or your phone, whether it is your computer or your phone. And your environment matters. If you find something addictive, placing it right next to you is just cruel and unusual punishment, in my opinion. Now, it becomes difficult, I'll I'll admit, when that object, uh, your phone or your computer, is how you do work, but it is not impossible. So one of the easiest ways to start kicking this habit is to log out of your apps. In the case of emails, if you use Outlook at work, log out, like shut down the app or at a minimum shut off the notifications so that you don't get that pop up while you're in deep work mode. At my workplace, we use email and Slack religiously, and I'm well aware of the impact that these can have on my mental health. On one hand, they're super helpful for getting quick responses and bringing people together. And on the other hand, it's like a gambler in the casino getting that dopamine hit every time you hear that ping or that do do 
for those who are about to tell me you need to be available at the drop of a hat, I'm not going to argue with you. Like, maybe you do, but I'm going to counter with this. If you need to be available for high stakes clients or emergencies, I want you to pick one and only one form of communication for this. So for instance, phone or text. You need to pick one so that you're not constantly having to check your phone, your texts, your emails, your social media, or your Slack 24-7 so that you don't have to have all those notifications on. You need to be able to delineate between what is important, like what's an emergency, versus what is like the daily deluge of emails, okay? So I'm not saying don't be available if you have to for like high emergencies, but pick one and only one form that is your like people know to contact me here if something's actually on fire. So now I'm going to ask you one last question. If you're in a meeting, is it socially acceptable to be answering emails on social media? I'm guessing probably not. So if it's acceptable to not answer your emails immediately during an hour or a two hour meeting, then it is equally acceptable to book a meeting with yourself to get your work done and then check emails after that. My goal that I'm working towards is to check my email and Slack no more than four times a day. I've gotten into some really bad habits over the past few months and it's going to be a process to rewire it, but I know that it is possible. So to recap, know why you want this to change. Two, set a target and then break down weekly milestones. Number three, set up your environment to help serve you. Turn things off. And this is your digital environment as well. And then number four, remember that it is okay to not be instantly responsible, uh, responsive. It is not sustainable and your mental health and your productivity matters. Everything I've said here can be repeated with social media. So if the emails aren't a challenge for you, but like TikTok or Instagram is, work on what matters most to you. If you want to download the calendar um, to sort of mark this down, again, I know we're late in the month, that's on me. But if you want to download the calendar to start making these changes, you can do that at stresslesshabits.com for the month uh, and you can track your progress. So this week, actually, on Thursday, we're going to be joined on the podcast by an absolutely incredible guest, Kate Flanders. Kate is a return guest to the podcast and we will be diving deep into her book, Adventures in Opting Out, and it is a fantastic conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it. So until then, have a great week and we will chat soon.